Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense, brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable, that's the key, simple and repeatable 10-step process for sales success. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategy Studio in Washington, D.C., our host and guest today is John Asher, CEO and founder of Asher Strategies, and the title of the show is Seven Elements of Crazy Good Online Sales Training. What does it take to be a good sales trainer? Well, Dave, you know, over many years, most of the trainers in the company, including me, have been to all six of the nationwide courses on Train the Trainer, where you learn to be a good trainer, not just a good sales trainer. And so all of those, of course, apply to sales training. So if you integrate what they all say, then you can come up with seven elements of being a great trainer. First, trainers need to be, of course, knowledgeable, credible, really know their subject, enthusiastic, and really love the subject. And that just comes across so well to the people they're training. Second, they got to bring new knowledge, like a sales skill. Uh, an example of new knowledge be the use of crystal nose. There's a website, www.crystalnose.com, and the name of the company really means Crystal the woman has a crystal ball and she knows you. So you can go to Crystal Nose, put in the buyer's name, put in their company, you've got the right person, and Crystal Nose goes all throughout cyberspace, comes back, tells you what the personality style of the buyer is, how to write an email to them, how to deal with them in person. So that would be an example of a new skill that, or tool that the students didn't have that's a very useful tool. Or you've got to bring new and a better way of using a known skill or sales technique. An example of that would be, we've always known there's two types of listeners. Passive listeners really are just listening to get enough information to start selling something. And of course, most of those average salespeople, they'll come across to buyers as having what buyers will refer to as commission breath, <laughs> meaning the buyer really gets that the salesperson is only about trying to get, you know, get a commission. The uh, great salespeople have always been about active listeners, and that is listening to totally understand the buyer's need before offering a solution. And now in our skill training, we've taken that active listening up to a whole new level called perfect listening. And so in even the senior salespeople who do our training, there's a new and better way to be a great, great listener. So number two is you got to bring new knowledge as a trainer or new knowledge to use a known technique in a better way. Three, as the trainer, you've got to use stories of your personal experience that illustrate the points you're making. And of course, they got to be real world examples. They can't be somebody else's example. It's always good if it's, if, it's, um, if it's your example. And then once you've told the story as the trainer, get other people in the, in the class to share their stories about how they've used that technique. And we've all kind of learned over many years that if I get up and, as the trainer and tell the students the technique, they're all thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if one of the students gets up and says, yes, I've used the technique and here's how it works so well for me, then it has a huge impact on the other students. Four, the training's got to be interactive. 
You have to be totally open to questions throughout the whole day. You need to have group discussions every now and then of any of the new ideas. You've got to do role playing to, especially for the important skills where there's all this human interaction that you need to get going together. And another way to be interactive is right up front. Get everybody relaxed right up front by you know, sharing their name, their title, their company, what the company sells, who they sell it to, what's their biggest uh, sales issue, or what are their expectations for the training, and maybe even their hobby. So right up front, everybody's sharing and, and, and interact. Number five, uh, this is, and this is crazy data, each new concept should be illustrated six times in six different ways to get it to stick. So if you take the, um, the coach concept, that is uh, when you're after a new opportunity, especially a significant one, always have the inside coach who's feeding you all the information you're dying to know about the requirements, issues, competition, budget, everything. In the uh, cubby training, they refer to it as the inside champion. If you're in China, it's called the guanxi. There's actually a name for it, the inside relationship. So when you bring up a new concept like that, as the trainer, you've got to illustrate that concept six times in six different ways to get it to stick. So an example would be they read it in the manual. They can see it in the manual. The instructor describes the technique. The instructor gives an example. The students are taking notes. They hear other students' examples. You have a table discussion, and then you might role play it. If you were counting, that's seven ways. So the basics is every time you have a new concept, you've got to make sure the students get it, hear it, interact with it six times in six different ways. Number six, you have to be an entertainer. So nobody wants to go and hear a boring sales trainer. So you've got to use um, uh, jokes. You've got to use quips that you know will work. Uh, a good example would be Steve Martin in his younger days would go to nightclub after nightclub after nightclub after nightclub telling various stories and jokes. Some would bomb. Uh, some would be okay. And some would work every time. So he learned over doing this over many years exactly which ones work every time, which one of his facial expression works the best, which one of his quips, how he says things, the use of pauses and that sort of thing. So you've got to be an entertainer. You've got to know the jokes that work and the quips that work. And using games is part of the entertainment as well. And again, when you go to these train-the-trainer courses, they'll teach you all kinds of games you can use to keep people engaged and interactive. And then number seven, here's more data from these six train-the-trainer classes, 20% of the value for the student in being in the training comes from just being in the training for the day. 80% comes from developing action items for themselves to take away and create new habits. So at the end of the training, everybody in the training should develop their action items with the facilitation of the instructor, and then share with the group. Because when they do share with the group, the probability of implementation actually goes up. So those are the seven key elements, Dave, on how to be a great trainer. Well, that's interesting. These, uh, these seven, obviously, apply to in-person training, but can you use all seven elements in online training too? 
Well, it's a good question, and it's one that people have been working on, including us, for a long time. And, of course, the basic fundamental problem is, is that we humans were hyper-social creatures. <laughs> so we like being together. We like interactions with other people. I mean, most of us do. That's part of the great thing about the in-person training. You get all this social interaction that, that people like. And so it, all seven elements work extremely well in in-person sessions. So now let's go back and review those seven and see how it would look if they're working online. So it's a remote sales training. First, you got to have an expert trainer. That's, that's a check. We can have an expert trainer. Um, you've got to bring new knowledge to the students or discuss a skill they've known about, but in a better way, like the perfect listening. That's a check. We can, we can do that. Three, you've got to have stories that illustrate the skill and get students to share when we're all online together. That's a check. And now the, the next one, make it interactive. This is one of the ones that becomes tough. Some of the ways to ameliorate it would be you need the ability for Q&A throughout as you go through the online training, which essentially means you've got to provide a chat box for the students. And then instructors, when, they're, when the students are in the online platform, students need, able to, need to be able to ask questions. And then the instructor needs to come on and chat with them as appropriate every day about their questions. With regard to the role playing, in these sales training classes that are online, we need to provide instructions so that they can do it with another person in their company or in their household so they actually get the benefit of that role playing. Number five, each concept has got to be illustrated in six ways, in six different uh, ways and, and times. And so that's a check. We can do that. You've got to be an entertainer. Number six, have jokes and that sort of stuff, quips, and gamification that can work. So that's a check. We can do that. And number seven, develop the action items and share them with everybody else in the group, that's a check. We can do that too. So the, really the toughest part is the interactive, the role playing and, and that sort of thing. That's, that's the toughest part. And so again, you've got to be able to give people ways they can do it on their own. That's great, John. We're going to continue this discussion in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick commercial break. And let's do that break to remind you that over 200 correlation studies show that natural aptitude is the most significant factor in predicting sales success. That's right, natural aptitude. Asher's Advanced Personality Questionnaire, the APQ as they call it, consistently identifies peak performers in outside sales, inside sales, sales management, customer support, and 17 other business positions. If you want to find out how to find the winners and choose the right people, go to asherstrategies.com or call 866-833-9941. That's Asher Strategies at 866-833-9941. And now back to our show. We've been speaking with John Asher about online sales training. Now back to the discussion. John, you outlined the basics of being a good sales trainer. There were seven elements. And then we talked about how those apply to in-person training, of course. It's obvious there. 
And then you went through and compared how they could be applied to online sales training. Interesting. How does Asher structure online training and seminars to get as close to these best practices as possible? Well, there's a couple of ways to do it, Dave. One that you don't want to do is just have online training where the students go to to a website and start watching videos and PowerPoints and that sort of stuff, and there's no interaction. Having an online platform that delivers all the skill training is good, but it's not enough. One of the things we do is we'll start our online training with a two-hour webinar via Zoom or GoToMeeting with all the students together with the instructor. And in that webinar, we'll talk about the latest things that have come up about neuroscience and how they apply to sales. We'll take a look at their aptitude assessments as a group and talk about those. Everybody gets the idea about their personality styles and how to use it to mirror and match other people. And we'll also have a uh, two-hour introduction. Part of the two-hour introduction will be about the five factors for sales success and what's covered in our online platform called the Asher Virtual Academy, or AVA for short, and then a quick demo of how the online platform works. Then after that initial two-hour webinar, people will start going online. They've got a two-week period to cover the 11 modules, and, and after every module, there's an assessment, a quiz, so they can see how they're doing. They can go back and review things if they didn't get it right. There's a chat box so they can ask questions. And then the trainer will come on once or twice a day, look at the questions, and then interact with the, uh, with the students to answer the questions. Then halfway through, there will be another a webinar where all of the questions people have had in the first week as they've gone through the online training can answer in a group discussion. There's also a group chat box within the uh, platform, the online platform, where the students can chat together and get some of that social interactions. And then in the end, after the, all modules have been completed in two weeks on the online platform, then there's a ending webinar, again, of two hours, where it's a, a bunch of Q&A and also the development of action items for all of the students. And then they all share, uh, share together. So ours is not just a online platform. I mean, you need that. That's kind of the engine behind the online training. But you must have that beginning to our webinar, the ending to our webinar, and the uh, periodic interactions within the two weeks. Well, that's terrific. We've come up with a solution for an immediate need right now and something for the future. Tell us a little bit more about how people could learn more about this program. Well, actually, we've had the program for a couple of years, the, the uh, platform, and it's been going extremely well. And the best way to learn about it, just come to our website, uh, com, and just click on the online and you'll see everything there. We deliver it two ways. One is public seminars. And there's the first one was on March 19th. That was sold out. The next one is on March 31st. It's almost sold out. And then every two weeks thereafter, there is a a new online program starting. And there is also private seminars where it's everybody from the same company in the seminar. And we've got one of those uh, starting as well next week for a local uh, defense contractor here in uh, in the D.C. area. 
So it's either public or private session. This is really a great review, John, of something that's been around a long time, online sales training, and yet it hasn't it hasn't been maybe effectively used in some places, and sometimes people were, have preferred more in-person training. But you've just shown how it can be pretty close if it's structured correctly. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's, that's, that is the aim. So the aim is to get to crazy good online sales training. Well, John, do you have any last thoughts, anything else about how you could be reached or anything else you want to comment on today? One thing is, uh, you know, in this current period with the COVID-19, where essentially all of us are at home, especially, and salespeople are at home as well, this is a great time to sharpen the saw. And most managers, of course, would also like it if their salespeople remained engaged, um, remained uh, productive, and to get these skills now so that when we come out of this mess we're in as a country, then the salespeople are ready to uh, roar back to work and get, get new deals faster. Well, that's terrific. For you and for the listeners, from the listeners, thanks very much for this information. That's all the time we have for today. For our listeners, be sure to join us again next week at the same time. From now until then, John Asher reminds us to please, please get out there and sell something online. Paul, take it away. You've been listening to another episode of Asher Sales Sense right here on Asher Strategies Radio. 